Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. It's the Ministry to Parents podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps them build a ministry to parents. I'm Jeremy Lee. And I'm Elizabeth Lee. Thanks so much for joining in. We are hitting our third part of the series called Time to Rest. And this is episode 39. And today we're going to talk about how to regulate from a busy season of ministry. Now, we covered the first two have been how to recover and how to reflect. So I think I want to start out asking the question, what's the difference between recovery and regulation? Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, I think I want to start out by answering your question by saying, we're not therapists. We do attend and go to therapists, and they've taught us a lot of the skills that we're trying to pass along to our friends here. But for free, for free. <laughs> but uh, the uh, so it's important that anything we're saying on our podcast be filtered through that. Uh, you know, we are not trying to be your therapist by any means. We're, we are not professional experts. We are encouragers, and so we encourage you to go see professional experts if you would like to know. Our what? lawyer told us to tell you that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He actually would, though. Um, but uh, so, but when we talk about the, the idea here is in real time, we're coming hopefully out of the COVID season. Uh, but we also understand that the way podcasts work, you guys might be um, listening to this a year or two down the road, and I'm also hoping that uh, COVID is not as much or at all a thing again. But this still applies to any kind of overwhelming, stressful, busy scenario or situation because it's standard in uh, church leaders for church leaders that this is going to happen. You're going to hit big busy seasons or trouble or uh, conflict or something that's going to just drain on your soul. Mm-hmm. So uh, you talked about what's the difference between um, recovery and what's our other R word that we're using for this one? Regulation. Regulation. Thank you. We were doing good with the R words. The um. And, you know, the way I would answer that is recovery is, number one, an indicator that you either are or are not uh, dealing with burnout. You can go back to that episode to learn more of what we're talking about. Recovery is I'm on the other side of a busy season and I'm resting, I'm recharging, I'm getting what I need done. I believe regulation is that bridge that you walk across to get from busy to recovery. Um, and that the regulation is the awareness of, okay, I need to do something. And how do I switch modes, um, from busy, crazy or overwhelming or super intense to chill and I'm, I'm okay. I'm centered. I'm recovered. I'm, I'm, uh, grounded. I'm, I'm good. And I think one of the things, uh, that's important to note is it's impossible to recover unless you are and I are regulated and how that works is uh, recovery as we talked about in episode 37 is that's a chance to um, uh, recover 
uh, meaning that we, and the different things that we suggested in that podcast, which is, uh, whether it be journaling, taking a walk, uh, just kind of recharging the batteries. But regulation, uh, as we're going to talk about in just a minute, it's more like emotional and mental. And, uh, what our therapists have been teaching us is that, uh, it's, I can't feel, I don't feel centered. I don't feel grounded. I don't feel like even if I go take a walk right now, uh, my mind is going to be able to stop. It's going 90 miles an hour. Um, emotions are all over the place and I can't, uh, seem to, uh, I'd like to think of the up, uh, movie where the balloons just keep kind of going up and it's pulling up the cart. And if we're constantly trying to pull down the cart, uh, cause it keeps floating away, we can't go take a walk through the zoo, you know? And so that's the difference. Recovery would be like the little up guy at the zoo, just taking his cart and pushing it through and enjoying the walk. And regulation is like trying to figure out how to get the, keep the cart from floating away. That's kind of a word picture to explain the difference between the two. Yeah, so let's break down regulation. Where does it begin? So the first thing is it's when it comes from the part of that brain where uh, fight, flight, or freeze when we feel threatened. So that's why when we talk about coming out of a busy season, you might, it might be just you had a busy schedule from summer, right? Or it could be uh, your church just changed pastors and you are afraid that the new pastor coming in might want a new children's minister or a new youth minister and you have felt threatened and afraid that you might lose your job. And now you go, okay, I the pastor's been here a while. It looks like I'm going to keep my job. And now all of a sudden... I want to breathe. I want to, I want to take some time to rest and I can't seem to do that because I have felt threatened for so long. And now I need to regulate those emotions. And so there are some practical exercises that we can do personally to kind of help us get back on track. So I think what I hear you saying is, um, it all starts with an awareness that you are feeling that stress or you're feeling that anxiety or you're feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that that's not, that that's not where you want to be and you need to make that shift. Yes. And sometimes we can live that way for a day, a week, um, a minute or an hour. And then sometimes if we didn't know, we might live that way and in that state and for years and think it's normal, but it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. I think I'm sensitive to that. Somebody who's listening to this, they might hear us talking like this and saying, wait a second. Mm hmm. This is kind of my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're telling me there's another way. <laughs> there's a there's another way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I'm sensitive to that is because, I mean, I can relate to that mm-hmm. um, months, years, years mm-hmm. upon years mm-hmm. of thinking this is what it was supposed to be. This mm-hmm. was normal. Survival mode is always it's always on. And we've learned that there's another way. And as church leaders, we can see living our lives like this as some act of service, like it's a sacrifice we make mm-hmm. for the greater good. And um, uh, the reality says we're better when we're when we're regulated and have time for recovery. We're better. Uh, so so if we're always triggered. Um, and we think that that's the way it's supposed to be. It's actually not. I lovingly say to whoever's listening, mm-hmm. there is, a, like you said, jokingly, but it's true. Mm-hmm. There is another way. Mm-hmm. 
So one of the first techniques that we've been taught by our therapist, and again, we are not therapists, caveat. Amen. Me too. Uh, but this would be something that if you are listening and you just hear us tell our story, because that's all we're kind of doing here, sharing what we've learned personally. And you say, you know what, I think I'm going to reach out to a therapist or somebody I know and a professional and ask, what is it? What does regulation mean? What does grounding mean? That's another kind of professional term we can use. And they can take you down that rabbit hole. But one of the first techniques that you can do is uh, something as simple, and this is in real time. Uh, if you start feeling anxiety or stress, maybe it's in a meeting, maybe it's in a staff meeting, uh, who knows where it could be, you know, shopping somewhere and it just got really loud and overwhelming. You just begin to tap your fingers um, back and forth and you just move uh, your index finger to your thumb and then the middle finger and then the ring finger and then the pinky and then back and forth. And you just kind of move those. And it gives you a place to really focus and center. And that's just one little practical exercise that you can do in real time if you are beginning to recognize that you're feeling anxiety and beginning to uh, just kind of not be present a little bit in the room. And once you know to look for it, it, you begin to notice like if somebody comes at you with a lot of intensity and, and, and initiates conflict with you, that could be paralyzing and freezing um, if you find yourself just in an intense situation automatically. And But uh, if you start to recognize, oh, wait, I'm in one of those moments, I'm I'm triggered, I need to do something. I love what you said, the tapping of the fingers. It's just there's something about that physical touch that draws our mind back to being present out of the whole, oh, no, everything's – I'm in trouble, and it draws back to the present and what are we going to do about it. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I was taught that helps me is to look for uh, colors, look for five th- – it's the silliest thing. When I first heard it, I was like, this is the dumbest thing, but now I do it almost daily. <laughs> look look for <laughs> look for five things that are blue, like um, – and then look for four things that are orange and three things that are red. And I just look for them around the room and uh, two things that are uh, yellow and one thing that is pink. And uh, by the time I get all the way down, I have a I can almost feel physically and mentally just completely different. And it's and it's that regulation has happened by uh, locking into what the environment around me. It draws me into the present and. Just little things like that have made such a huge difference for me personally. Um, a great place that I have to do this is at my kids' ball games. <laughs> yeah, both of them, um, I begin to feel unhealthily triggered um, on many different levels. I've had to work through this, um, and still working through this. But man, oh man, have I looked at the colors of many gems <laughs> and said, okay, blue, green, and I have to kind of, and by the time I get through those colors, I'm calm. I'm not yelling at the referee anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm a little mm-hmm. bit more chill, not yelling mm-hmm. at my own son anymore, and I'm calm. Uh, and it just helps that transition from stress, overwhelming, triggered to, uh, okay, now I can move on to being present and work towards staying recovered and healthy. Mm-hmm. One of the places I've had to do it is um, I, I do enjoy uh, teaching the Bible. And so when I get a chance to go speak, um, I, I enjoy it. But being a high introvert, it's also part of me. Uh, I have to step into a place of courage to do it. And so before I do that, it's one of the things I have to do to regulate, to calm myself so that I can be present with the Lord. And so I can hear what he wants to say as I'm speaking, that it's a place that I have to practice um, 
that. Another place that uh, I have to practice it is um, sometimes as I'm engaging with our two teenage boys, you know, there's a whole lot of testosterone. And sometimes uh, just engaging it, I want to make sure I'm fully present and grounded and uh, emotionally regulated because I'm with adolescents who are not it's development appropriate for them to be all over the place and so it's a great practice for me to uh, do that even in the smallest little ways maybe standing in the kitchen or um, engaging them in the car you know as they're getting out of school and they are gassed and have nothing left and and so am I after a long day of work and it's just a really great way to kind of uh so one of us is grounded and regulated, you know, so it's a great place that I, that's a place I use it. Can I share another regulation hack that sure. I have learned? And I don't think my counselor taught me this. Actually, I think you might've taught me this. Which means I probably learned it from my counselor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it's, um, changing of environments and very specifically, um, I've gone to the bathroom many, many times when I didn't have to go to the bathroom uh, in scenarios. And what I mean by that is if I'm in an intense scenario, most people won't hold me back from going to the bathroom. So if I say, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom for a second, I can go there and I can sit in the stall and close the door and just like mm-hmm. breathe for a mm-hmm. second and catch my wind and do some of the things we've been talking about. And then when I feel more regulated, mm-hmm. I can then now re-enter that environment and have my wits about me a little mm-hmm. bit better mm-hmm. uh, and be able to listen to my head and heart and uh, engage in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so as a church leader, just remember that. You always have that in your pocket. Well, <laughs> you, know, it's you a, can always slip away to the bathroom. It's a way to have calm in the chaos. And, you know, that's one of the things that I love about our walks with the Lord is it's both and. Like he brings peace. But we also engage him in that piece. Like it's not like we are um, not supposed to be a part of that journey. He brings the peace, but we step into figuring out what that looks like for us. And so for me, um, I know that he brings peace to my soul, but that doesn't ab- it absolve me from having anxious moments and experiencing anxiety. So I have to study the things that trigger me and the things that can also help bring peace. And that's one of the, um, you know, when you talk about uh, stepping into the bathroom, sometimes if you're in a crazy environment or maybe it was a high level, I mean, a high intense staff meeting that you just left and you feel threatened and you aren't sure, you know, it might be the wiser choice to uh, step into a bathroom stall or step into your office and do one of these techniques than it is to charge into the pastor's office and ask him to clarify what he meant. You might want to take a step away first, feel a little more grounded, and then step into your pastor's office, right? Yeah, and so. these these are for sure are techniques that the whole world teaches. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing necessarily spiritual about what we're doing. Right. But just like many of these things, when you connect them to our faith. Correct. When you're in the bathroom stall and you you take once you're calmed down, you take a moment to pray before you walk back in. Mm-hmm. When you're doing these grounding techniques and you feel more grounded, then you whisper a prayer and attachment to that. Mm-hmm. You infuse faith into these techniques. They become even more powerful and it's mm-hmm. attached to an even greater and significant thing. So this is mm-hmm. why as people of faith, we uh, obviously don't need to throw these things out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can also bring them in as part of how we live out our faith. Correct. Um, yes. Because everything about being regulated 
and walking wholeheartedly and being present is I mean that's to me the definition the the film I have of what I imagine Jesus walking on this earth looking like mm-hmm. he looked like someone who was always was regulated, regulated. <laughs> uh, except for when he uh flipped over the table in the and he was regulated then he just was very intentional about the message he was sending about oh, how he feels when you're being taken advantage of there you go okay then <laughs> uh but um so this uh it allows us when we are because uh, all we're talking about is these are techniques to get us in touch with our head and our heart mm-hmm. because the idea is when we feel this uh when we i'm going to use the word triggered when we feel triggered uh and that we're out of our heads we're out of our hearts we're we're like a zombie or we're distracted or we're it's so, cloudy or foggy that's what some people can experience yeah and we can't feel sharp so um when we're away from there we're we're also uh not acting in uh by what we believe because we're we are uh we're Surviving. not connected to our hearts mm-hmm. And so the uh, regulation is so important because it triggers and is the pathway towards recovery. Mm-hmm. One of the things we have on our podcast, I'm trying to remember what episode it is, and I might could put it in the show notes, but we hosted uh, Dr. I mean Jason Gibson, mm-hmm. and he wrote for um, our members a packet on anxiety, and he has the Instagram account at lunch with Jason underscore, and he. Uh, shared in that packet. I think you can find it if you're a member and listening. It's in the toolbox, Help Parents Lead. But he did an anxiety packet. And in that, he kind of did a tweak on the, when you talk about the five colors, he did one that I really liked where it was uh, the senses. So you name the five things you can see and four things you can um, feel and three things you can touch and two things. And I thought that was another great technique that you could use. Hear, smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll put the link in the show notes to that podcast or and because uh, that, I think, really connects here when we talk about anxiety. So I'll put in the show notes with that, the, the link to that podcast. Yeah, and so this all leads to that season of recovery that we're wanting for all of you, um, you know, and uh, this idea that hey, we can, um, we're going to endure high stress, we're going to endure busy, we're going to endure threatening, we're going to endure conflict. This is all part. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, "You're in this world. It's going there. There's going to be trouble, mm-hmm. and trouble because we're humans. Troubles trigger us. Trauma triggers us, mm-hmm. and in the midst of that." If we can become aware of it, then we can begin to practice uh, all kinds of ways to pray and regulate. And then we get into this place where we can begin to – the stuff we talked about, journals, long mm-hmm. walks, mm-hmm. doing things that give us life mm-hmm. so that we – it's almost like plugging the battery in and charging the phone so that it's able to go back out mm-hmm. and reengage in this world and – and in doing so, we last longer. That's that's one of the ultimate goals here. We mm-hmm. want you to live a uh, a life that is full, uh, a life in service, but to to God and His kingdom. But uh, and we and we want it to last as long as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is the way to do that. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I have also found, just personally, that uh, because. Doing these regulation techniques helps um, reduce the noise, right? The threat level 
that that uh that human survival uh peace that's in our brain and i think one of the things it's done for me is by bringing the peace and the quiet it gives me the opportunity to be able to hear the spirit more and i hear him more and i hear his voice more because i'm more at peace and uh that regulation is really like an uh it's an open door to being able to really hear from the lord and so i think it's a really great practice because like you said the trouble is coming um we're not free of trouble until we're in heaven and so it's great to have these techniques and once we're able to regulate then we're able to make that step of recovery and the recovery then puts us back on the track to, okay, we can keep going. We're not meant to run marathons all the time. Bodies can't do it. You know, neither can minds and neither can emotions. And that is so true. And it's also, I think I'm going to build on what you just said. It's important to understand that there is no arrival here mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's not like i'm telling you oh i went to a therapist and i've prayed a whole lot and i've yeah, studied enough scripture mark, right. so now i don't ever get triggered and i know no 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 here's the thing i told you i'm looking for colors around my environments and i'm escaping to the bathroom almost daily mm-hmm. uh because uh life is going to trigger us all pretty consistently and constantly what has changed for me, though, is I'm now not helpless in that. I'm not. I don't have to live triggered, mm-hmm. and that is the big change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the gift we're trying to share with you. Mm-hmm. So, as we wrap up, uh, one of the things I will do is I will, in the show notes, pull that one um, exercise that Jason uh, gave our members, and I'll put give that to you guys. And I'll put it in the show notes, and it'll just say download here so you can see the five uh, five senses he's talking about as a grounding technique. And I'll put that in the show notes if you're wanting that in something in print form for you to use personally. And then our last episode coming up next will be how to reengage. And that's how we're going to finish up this podcast series. So how to recover, how to reflect, how to regulate. And then we're going to wrap up with episode number 40. Now it's time to re-engage, and that's what we'll close with. Hey, administrative parents, one of the things we do, well, the main thing we do is we help church leaders like yourself get the resources they need to encourage parents so that parents can then uh, lead their kids spiritually. Uh, so if that's something you're interested in, we, we know that budgets are tight, so we've created an experience for you called ministrytoparents.com forward slash free. Just put in your email address, and we'll send you a couple of free uh, parent resources. Send those out to your parents. See if they like it. If they do, and then come back, and uh, we have a membership you can join where we give you resources every single month, and you have access to this huge library, all kinds of stuff that you can do to help the parents in your church. If that sounds fun and interesting and good, then check out ministrytoparents.com forward slash free. Thank you so much for joining in. This has been uh, one of our favorite series that we've done. I'm Elizabeth Lee, and this is the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. Thanks for joining, and we'll see you next episode. You've been listening to the M2P Podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.